The following is a presentation of IMG, America's home for college sports. This is Mountaineer Talk. All right, let's get into our Twitter questions with the hashtag Mountaineer Talk. You've seen firsthand the strength top to bottom of this league. There are no gimmies in this conference. Anybody can beat anybody in this league, and you have to show up. And if you don't show up and play, then you will get beat. Live from Cafe Portofino, this is Mountaineer Talk. Your chance to hear from head Mountaineer Scott Satterfield is brought to you by Badcock Furniture. Find your style at Badcock and by Pepsi. Grab a Pepsi and some friends and get in the game. Pepsi, official soft drink of your App State Mountaineers. Now, here's your host, the voice of the Mountaineers, Adam Witten. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Mountaineer Talk, live from Cafe Portofino. App State returning home on Saturday. It's been a while since we've been back at the Rock, but back-to-back home games coming up this Saturday and then next Saturday, Georgia State and Troy. And boy, have things changed in the last few days for the Mountaineers. About as perfect of a Saturday as you could picture, right? App gets a big win, 38-7 over Texas State, and Georgia Southern loses to Troy. Hope they can hear that all the way down in Troy, Alabama. Yeah, they helped us out. They gave the Mountaineers an opportunity now. If they win their last two home games against Georgia State and Troy, App State will play for the Sun Belt Championship on December 1st. So we've got a lot to talk about today. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, our player guests will be wide receiver Dominique Heath and cornerback Clifton Duck. A couple of number fours going to join us on the program tonight. But as we do every week, on Tuesday at Cafe Portofino, we start the show with the head coach of the Mountaineers, Scott Satterfield. How are you, sir? Doing good. Very good. What were your takeaways from the big win at Texas State when you had a chance to break it down? Well, I thought, uh, you know, offensively we came out opening up, more throwing the football. We knew that they were a good defense stopping the run, and we wanted to kind of, you know, start out throwing the ball early. And I thought Zach came in after two weeks off basically uh, and played really well. I thought uh, maybe, maybe his best game that he's played this year, just overall decision-making and throwing the football and getting the ball in the hands of the playmakers. And, uh, and you know, and then taking it down and running and getting some first downs and, uh, and with using his legs. And then, um, you know, I thought defensively another great performance out of our defense. You know, I think we, get, we got, gave up some yards a little bit Saturday, but we'd get down there and, uh, you know, we'd turn them over. Or uh, I think we had three turnovers. We won that turnover margin 3-0, to zero, which was big for us. And, Finally uh, recovered a fumble. Got two fumbles. Got two fumbles. <laughs> and that was, we were celebrated. That was pretty good. And, uh, you know, and then special teams, probably maybe one of our weaker performances of the season, I thought, in special teams, particularly on, on our uh, kickoff team. We did not cover very well. Didn't, didn't kick the ball very well, and, uh, you know, that was, that was something we obviously we've been working on this week. But, uh, but overall, a good, solid win, our third, third travel game in a row, going all the way out to Texas. And, uh, you know, so, you know, when we talked about this two weeks ago, that, you know, there's a lot of football left to be played, and there still is. I mean, there's two weeks left in this conference, and a lot of things can happen. And, you know, the good thing is now, you know, if you, if you can take care of your business, then, then you still have an opportunity to play for the championship. So, you know, but all our focus is on Georgia State and, and today's practice and, uh, you know, how we can get better um, so we can go out here and play great Saturday. As you can each and every show, you can join us and ask questions in a variety of ways. If you want to do so on Twitter, you can use the hashtag MountaineerTalk. You can email us, MountaineerTalk at gmail.com. You can text us, 828-351-6878. And you can ask questions if you're watching us on our Facebook live stream. Just leave them in the comments, and we'll get to as many of those as we can. We'll get to your questions in our second segment with the head coach. When did you learn 
that Georgia Southern had lost, and how much were you was you and were you and the team and the players focusing on that before the Texas State game? Because that game kicked about three hours before ours did, and it ended right about before kickoff. Yeah. Uh, probably when we came back in from pregame, just coming in the locker room, somebody mentioned it, that they lost. And, uh, you know, which, you know, really, really for us, we can't control that. We couldn't control anything that happens outside of us playing well against Texas State. And I have no idea when the players found out. I mean, I really don't know. So maybe, you know, some point in time during that, that period of time, because, you know, because it's important to us. It means something to us. And, uh, you know, so I'm sure somebody probably spread the word. But, but really, our focus was on Texas State and, and, and really now Georgia State. You know, you, really, you can't focus on any of that stuff. And really, it really wouldn't have mattered. The Georgia Southern game now wouldn't have mattered either way. Uh, you win or lose, you still got to win out. Right. And, and so, really, that's why we just concentrate on, on our, our, what we got to do to get better and how we can win football games. And, um, you know, so we did that Saturday. That was a good win, 38-7. to 7. And then now, you know, coming with Georgia State, uh, you know, another – the team we got that they could come in here and beat us if you don't play well. So we got to have a great week of practice. You touched on it in your opening comments, but I'm curious if you can elaborate a little bit more on on Zach's play because you're right. I mean, his decision making was was really spot on because he was great throwing the ball, but just the reads that he was making, when to pull the ball, when to throw it, a lot of RPOs yeah. situations there. But can you elaborate a little bit more on, on breaking down his performance? <clears throat> well, I think it goes back really to. Uh, the coastal game and and that week of preparation, you know, because we're you know wondering if he's going to play or not at coastal, and so he's out at practice, you know, and he's really, uh, you know, looking at the other two quarterbacks and seeing what they're, what they're doing and kind of just kind of going through osmosis, just kind of lead, reading those. And he did that at the coastal game. He got he got to get a different seat, you know. He's already played some ball this year, and now he gets to kind of sit on the sideline and listen to what's going on throughout that game, learn what Jacob was doing, and learn what he what he could do, what not to do. Um, and then I thought last week leading up to the game is just really good preparation. Um, he was fresh. Uh, you know, he, he mentioned that he felt as good as he has all year. Um, and then going into that game, I just thought he had a lot of poise. You know, he's very comfortable. He's calm. He saw the defense. He saw what they were giving us um, right from the very first play. You know, we had a shot play called and, and ended up hitting the, the tight end down the sideline for a big gainer. Um, I think we scored three plays. And, uh, you know, so right from the start, very sharp. And, um, but I think more than anything, just the calmness and the poise that he showed and his demeanor um, was really, really good. And, um, you know, that's got to give him some confidence, I think, as we head, you know, here in the last few games. Um, he'll be able, be able to play some of his best football this year. Were there more of the run-pass option opportunities for him in this game than in the past? Or, or, or did we just happen to maybe magnify it a little bit more in this game? Yeah, I think, you know, probably, probably not anything more. I think maybe in this game – uh, it led itself to for him to be able to pull the ball and make some plays. And, uh, you know, so he pulled it and made a couple of throws there. One, you know, some first down throws, some touchdown throws. One to Damo, he'll talk about tonight, was a, was a touchdown pass, was an RPO. He just read it right, and the safety comes off, and he hits Damo. You know, I mean, it was uh, – and then we down in the red zone, a play we've scored on many times over the years with, with hitting, hitting our tight end, uh, you know, for the touchdown. So it, it's, it was just something that presented itself in this game. I think the way they played their defense, um, that they really wanted to shut down the run. And so when we did try to run it, there was a lot of guys in the box. And I think that's why we were able to open up with throwing the football. And then, you know, when Darrington had the big run, he broke the line of scrimmage. He was gone because there wasn't anybody else there. I mean, so, so they were really pressuring the box with so many guys. And, and so we had to do a good job of, of spreading the ball out, throwing the football. And then you look back on the stats, and we still rushed for over 220 yards. So that, that was still good. I mean, we still ended up you know, being able to run the football and um, – and a lot of that was Zach on third downs, just 
you know, reading those defenses. They, they dropped off in coverage. He's able to take it down and go get first downs, and now we've got three more pops at it. And that, that's huge in games like that where you can end up driving the ball down and getting touchdowns. We made comments about this during the broadcast several times. The pass protection in that game seemed like it was really strong. How, how would you evaluate the way that the – not just the line, but yeah. running backs, tight ends, everybody, yeah. because they did bring a lot of pressure yeah. at times on Zach. Yeah, no, they, they did a really good job up front. I thought, you know, we utilize our tight ends, our running backs. Um, I think they sacked us one time uh, early in the game, and it was, um, you know, something that, that they presented a little bit different than what we had seen throughout the week. But, but other than that, they did great. So Zach's back there plenty of time looking yeah. down the field, able to make some big throws. You know, there were a couple of times they were dropping eight, nine guys, you know, so he's really got time to throw the football and or take off running. Um, but that just comes back to decision-making, and I thought for him – at times to throw it away or at times to take down and run. And that, those are some things that you kind of see him getting better, more comfortable. That's going to come with experience. And, you know, we all know he hadn't played a whole lot until this year. And I, and I just really think the time to catch your breath. So we, we saw that as a positive when he didn't play those two games. So he had to catch your breath, kind of see it through a different lens. And now when you get back out, you'll understand. You'll play a little bit different. And he's gotten better because of that. We're just getting started with head coach Scott Satterfield. We'll talk plenty more about this weekend's opponent, Georgia State. That's Saturday at 2.30 at Kid Brewer Stadium. But up next, we're going to get to your questions and comments on Twitter, email, text, and our Facebook live stream. At the bottom of the hour, we'll have our player guests, Clifton Duck and Dominique Heath. We're live from Cafe Portofino for Mountaineer Talk, and our show continues after these messages. Look at you, a fearless coach. During the week, you're giving your all at the office to support your team. Then, come the weekend, you're all in, inspiring your kids' athletic team. Well, Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina is here for you. Use our Blue Connect app to find a doctor or urgent care. Compare costs of procedures and more. Live fearless, North Carolina. Learn more at livefearlessnc.com. Get to Badcock Home Furniture and More's pre-Black Friday event and save up to $1,300 off store-wide. Get up to $1,300 off flat mattress sets or up to $1,000 off stylish five-piece bedroom sets. Save up to $800 off sofas and up to $600 off electronics and appliances. Plus, get savings up to $500 on dining room sets. With no credit refused, Badcock makes it easy. Visit Badcock's pre-Black Friday event and save up to $1,300 off items store-wide. Now until November 21st. See store for complete details. Prices valid at all stores, including Palm Beach Division. This is Mountaineer Talk. Mountaineer Talk on the Appalachian IMG Sports Network. Covering the place you call home takes the strongest network in the area. With Carolina West Wireless, Mountaineers get the most reliable campus coverage available. Coverage that works everywhere else you might someday want to be. Like a football game in Texas. Or a bowl game in Florida. Carolina West Wireless. Go stay connected. Official wireless provider of the Mountaineers. Visit us for $200 off Galaxy S9s and more popular smartphones. Certain restrictions apply. See store for details. Hey you! Yeah you! Hi, I'm Lenny the Lifeguard. I only have a few seconds during this time out to give you a few tips on ways to reduce stormwater pollution. Number one, fix any leaks your vehicle may be dripping on roadways. Number two, pick up after your pets. If they, uh, you know, go while walking, these items can get washed down the storm drain when it rains and end up polluting our lakes and streams. Please remember to hop to it. Protect our water because clean water is everyone's responsibility. This message brought to you by Stormwater Mascot, Lenny the Lifeguard.
Welcome back to Mountaineer Talk. It's time to hear from the head coach of the Mountaineers, Scott Satterfield. Tonight's interview is presented by Badcock Furniture. Find your style at Badcock. Now, back to Cafe Portofino. Alongside the coach, here's your host, Adam Witten. With you until 8 o'clock for Mountaineer Talk, as we are every Tuesday night during the football season. App State and Georgia State coming up on Saturday. A message to pass along for any students that are here at Portofino or listening to us or watching us on Facebook Live. Um, Next Saturday, as many of you know, campus will be going through this Thanksgiving holiday. However, the dorms next week are going to be open and they're working on food options on campus for students that are going to be here in town. So thanks to the campus, thanks to athletics, everybody involved for working to make this an opportunity for students to stay around, stay in town, and then obviously come to the game next Saturday. So look for more information about that on the website uh, in the coming days, appstatesports.com and on our social media platform. So That's next Saturday, but we have business at hand this week. Georgia State is the game, so we'll talk about that here in just a moment. But I do want to get to some of the questions that our listeners have written in tonight. We touched on this on the last segment, but somebody wrote in on Twitter, hashtag Mountaineer Talk. You mentioned when the team found out about the Georgia Southern loss to Troy. Was there a shot of energy in the team when they learned about that result? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know when they found out. I mean, I don't know what happened with that. I mean, as far as the reaction goes, I just know at the – you know, at the end of our game, I did mention, hey, you know, that, that we, you know, great win. And, um, you know, now we're, you know, we can control our own destiny. And, uh, and you know, and so everybody's excited about that. But, I, you know, I have no idea really, sure. really when it happened or when they found out. And I just know our guys came out to play and we came out and played well. So, uh, you know, that, I think that's just preparation throughout the week more than anything. All right. Next question on Twitter, hashtag Mountaineer Talk. It's not a coach's show until you get a question about the tight ends. Do you think the use of tight ends will be used more as we make this run? Well, we use them a lot in blocking. I mean, you know, it's hard to see. Just because they're not catching passes doesn't mean they're not being used. uh, Well, the first play of the game last week was was about a 50-yarder down the sideline, and and Colin also caught a touchdown pass, and Henry's a good receiving tight end. But, you know, we're a big 11-12 personnel type team, which is uh, always having a tight end on the field and sometimes two tight ends. So, you know, we use them a lot. I guess they're probably meaning to do it. We're going to use them in the, in the passing game. Um, you know, it, it just remains to be seen. I think, uh, you know, we feel have great confidence in both of those guys um, to be able to catch the football. And, and then, matter of fact, Saturday, you know, there's, there were many opportunities Saturdays where we had pass play called where they could have caught the ball or had an opportunity, but they just didn't. You know, I think maybe ten different guys caught, caught passes Saturday. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, I, I love it when you're able to spread the ball around like that. And, uh, you know, but – you know, we'll just see. We'll see how it goes. I don't know. All right. Next question. Hashtag Mountaineer Talk on Twitter. Does the undefeated record against Georgia State add an extra bit of pressure to this game each year? No, I don't worry about any of that. Um, you know, it's really just this week, this one, this team. I mean, it's not, uh, you know, every, every year is different. Every week's different. And um, from year to year, every team's different. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not the same coaches, not the same players. Chemistry is going to be different on each team each year. Um, you don't worry about. I don't worry about any of this, the stuff that we've done in the past. Always looking forward through the through the front mirror, not the rearview mirror. Ask a better question, Eric. Okay, that's what that comes down to. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, this one's in from Tony. He asked the question: Do you have a team chaplain for each game? And 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 then maybe to that question, I think it'd be good to explain kind of the role that Reggie Hunt plays with with the, with the players yeah. each week. Yeah, I mean, you know, we don't – I mean, Reggie travels with us. You know, we don't really call it a chaplain, team right. chaplain or anything. Um, 
you know, he, he just shares, um, you know, some motivational is what we call it. And uh, with our team uh, during pregame um, and has been doing this for us for, I don't know, 16 years, a long time. Um, so just during our pregame meal, and we always eat our pregame meal four hours before kickoff. Um, so you can always count back. You'll know when we're eating our pregame meal. And then after, after everybody eats, we, Reggie gets up and just gives a motivational. And really it's a lot about leadership, uh, uh, things that you can apply to life, or things that you can apply to football, um, just a lot of good life lessons that, that he shares with the football team. So we, there's not a, you know, where we have a, just a team chaplain that, that, that does that kind of thing. You know, Reggie's available, too, to talk to any of our guys throughout the week. He's on campus, um, you know, also, you know, comes up to our offices uh, and at practice and all those things, you know, just to have another, another ear to listen to, to any kind of concerns our players may have. Okay, thank you for the question, Tony. Next one on Twitter, hashtag Mountaineer Talk. Is, this, is there a specific area of emphasis this week in practice while prepping for Georgia State? Uh, not a specific, in, in, you know, anything very specific. Uh, we, we have our same routine that we do throughout the whole season uh, as far as practice routines go. And, uh, you know, we work on obviously all, all different things. Now, now what's different that probably each week is like your specific game plan, the type of plays that you're going to run offensively and then in the kicking game, uh, you know, where you're going to kick the ball, all those different different things. I mean, depending on who you're playing, you'll, you'll gear your game plan a little bit differently. Um, depending on who, you, you know, for example, these guys, uh, you know, have one of the better receivers in, in the conference. Um, so you always have to know where Penny Hart is at all times. Mm-hmm. And so we'll have to do some things to mix it up on, the, on him where, you know, you're going to have a guy underneath, a guy on top, you know, so you're going to have to have a, maybe double him at times. Um, if you are going to single him, you better put, put pressure on the quarterback. So just different things like that. He's also a good kick return guy. And so, you know, things that you just emphasize, hey, you know, getting high kicks, if you're punting the football, keep it high so our cover team can come down. Just different things like that. So you emphasize different things depending on the personnel of the different teams that we're playing. Georgia State is the opponent. 2.30 is the kickoff at Kid Brewer Stadium on Saturday. And we'll close the segment with this question on Twitter, hashtag Mountaineer Talk. Can you swag and surf as well as Brian Brown? His video that came out after the game was tremendous in the locker yeah, room. Nah, he, <clears throat> he, he's got a lot more swag and surf than I do. So <laughs> we're going we're to let him do that. Uh, I did tell Coach Clark, I said, it'd be really cool if you went in there and started doing that too. And he just shook his head, straight face, you know. So he, he has no swag or surf either, apparently. No. But, uh, no, I'm going to let Coach Brown do that. Can anybody, top, can anybody top Coach Brown in that area? Uh, I haven't seen anyone try to attempt to, to top him, so I'm going to say no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, if you haven't seen that video, it's it's on the App State football Twitter account. Ducks, Ducks saying no chance. Yeah, no chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to ask him that question to see if he, if he has more swag than Brian Brown. He probably, I don't know. He, it looks like that does. might be a tough yeah, question for yeah, him. Yeah. We'll ask him when he takes the stage. Clifton Duck and Dominique Heath are going to be our player guests at the bottom of the hour. We've got one more question with head coach Scott Satterfield. We'll get to some more of your questions for the coach in just a moment. You're listening to Mountaineer Talk live from Cafe Portofino, and our show continues after this. For nearly 60 years, Daniel Boone Inn has been serving Boone and the High Country delicious family-style meals that take you back to your grandma's table. Whether it's our family-style dinner with our signature fried chicken and country ham biscuits served with traditional southern vegetables or our classic southern breakfast with such favorites as scrambled eggs, local country ham, biscuits and gravy, pancakes, and more, you are sure to feel right at home at the Daniel Boone Inn. So be sure to stop by in pregame, postgame, or let us prepare your next tailgate at The Rock. 
Everyone in my family uses electricity differently. But when it comes to our Touchstone Energy Cooperative, we all think about it the same way. The co-op is power. power. Sure, electricity turns the lights on, but power is the information I get from my co-op about efficiency, safety, technology, and I trust the co-op because we, we are, are the co-op. Co They're our neighbors. Our friends. Our home. Go to blueridgeenergy.com slash powerful solutions to learn more. This is Mountaineer Talk. Mountaineer Talk on the Appalachian IMG Sports Network. This is the Pepsi that's got a date with your taste buds. We're talking a two-step with you and two tacos at 2 a.m. Order number 83. Come on, you're up. This is the Pepsi that has mastered the art of the late-night munchies and is always down to dig into some deep dish. This is the Pepsi for pull boys, pulled pork sliders, and the godfather of all sandwiches, the godfather. This is the Pepsi for those who are forever fun. This is the Pepsi for every generation. Frosty's Choose and Cut Christmas Tree Farm is here to become part of your family's holiday tradition. Whether you need a tabletop or 12-foot tree, Frosty's has the perfect one for your holiday season. After choosing your tree, enjoy complimentary festive hay rides, bonfires, s'mores, and hot chocolate. You can also shop for other holiday gifts in their North Pole Christmas Shop or build your very own personalized wreath. So bring your family to Frosty's Choose and Cut Christmas Tree Farm for an enchanting holiday experience. To learn more, visit GoFrosties.com. You're listening to Mountaineer Talk. Now more with head coach Scott Satterfield, presented by Badcock Furniture. Find your style at Badcock. Back to Cafe Portofino and your host, Adam Whitten. All right, rolling along here on this Tuesday night, App State and Georgia State coming up on Saturday at 2.30. Coach Satterfield is here for one more segment. We'll have Clifton Duck and Dominique Heath, our player guests, at the bottom of the hour. All right, we see all you folks on our Facebook live stream asking questions. Thank you for your patience. Let's get to some of those now. And we'll start with the one specifically about the opponent on Saturday, Georgia State. You touched on this a little bit, but someone asked specifically, what are their strengths? Yeah. Well, you know, I think if you start with their offense, I think that what they've done this year is a, is a lot different than what the kind of offense we've seen in the past from Georgia State. It used to be a big-time throw team, not, not very good at the run game. And this year has been an emphasis on running the football, and they've done it with a lot of young guys. There's been some young, run, young running backs that have come in there and had some big games for them. And then their quarterback, Dan Ellington, has been an uh, added feature in the running game for them. He missed last week's game with a concussion, but – we anticipate him coming back this week, but uh, you know he's been a, a vital part. So they'll go in empty and they'll they'll run the football with him. They'll run in inside zone with the running backs, and it seems like uh, over the last probably four games they've been able to to spit out some long runs, some big plays in the running game. Been over rushing over 200 yards. Um, even I think one game they were right at over 300. Um, one of their games. So, um, you know, that was unheard of in years past at Georgia State. And uh, so I think that gives them a chance offensively. And they've been, they've been scoring some points this year with, because of that and not giving up as many sacks. And uh, so, you know, they're, off, they're young up front. I think there's some 3-0 linemen that are redshirt freshmen have been playing the last couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. And uh, so a little bit young. But they do have one of the best receivers in the conference. We talked about him, Penny Hart, and some other good young receivers on the outside. So offensively, I think – it's probably maybe one of their strengths of their team this year of what they've been able to do offensively. And then defensively, um, very similar structure to what we do defensively, um, us in Georgia Southern and 
Um, it's coming from the same tree. Their defensive coordinator played at Wofford and uh, under Coach Woody. So doing the same thing. And, you know, what they've done this year defensively is if they've stopped guys and then they give up a big play. Um, it just seems like every game it's like um, I think I heard Coach Sean say something this week about last week against uh, Lafayette. You know, they, they held the rushing game in check mm-hmm. except for like five plays, and those five plays were huge plays. One of them was know? a 90-plus yard yeah, run. Yeah, over a 90-yard run. And, um, you know, and, and so that just comes down to one guy being out of his gap and then there's a big play because we know how our defense fits, and it usually it's, it's hard to move the ball in that defense, but if a guy's out of his gap – then that has a chance to go the distance. And so that's kind of what they've been doing. And they've been giving up some big plays. Now they played excellent against Monroe. They held Monroe to 14 points and Mm -hmm. beat them 45-14. I mean, that's a huge win for them. It shows what they're capable of when they're all playing together. And, you know, so it would be our job offensively to be able to find ways to get them out of their gap so we can get some of those big plays. Um, you know, and, and I think for us, we've got to be able to do both, run the football and run uh, and throw the football, a little bit like what we did last week. You've got to be able to open it up a little bit. They do have some young corners that have been playing, a little bit of youth back there at, at, at that position with some injuries. They've, they've lost some guys uh, throughout the season with injuries. And, um, you know, so hopefully we'll take advantage of some of that, some of that youth in the back end. Um, Appling is a safety that started last, last year for them, and number 21 played a lot of football for them at the other safety yeah. position too. So, um, but, but overall, I think, you know, you, you really don't – they're two and seven, but, and they talked about their youth of their football team, but to me they've gotten better. They played last week, they played Lafayette to a 16-14 game in the fourth quarter until, until they give up a couple of those big plays. So uh, we've got to come out here and play sharp and play a good football game. Yeah, there's their corners. Quavian White is a true freshman and Jalen Jones, but he has a pick six against Memphis this year. Jalen Jones is a redshirt freshman, so that speaks to your yep. point about some youth in the back end of their defense. The quarterback situation has a parallel in that the injury to Dan Ellington, their starting quarterback, came on the hit that Brian London, Texas State's linebacker, delivered two weeks ago, which caused Brian London to miss the first half of the App State game on Saturday. So that all kind of ties together, and we'll see who ends up going at quarterback, whether it's Ellington or their backup Aaron Winchester, who started and played the whole game against Louisiana last Saturday. Uh, Next question on our Facebook live stream. How is the weather in Boone, and how is it impacting the decision to practice inside versus outside this week? You were outside today, and it was was pretty chilly. It was. Yeah, was that from a player? I wonder who asked that. (laughs) No. No. yeah, it's sea duck. No, yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, we, uh, we went outside today, and it was it was chilly today. It was, uh, but it wasn't raining, and so that's why we wanted to go outside. I think you know it was around in the 40s, low to mid 40s, a little bit of breeze. But uh, I think Saturday's supposed to be nice, up in, you know low low to low 50s and uh, sunny. So I think it'll be very similar to what we had at Texas State, which was unseasonably to me cold for for a Texas State uh, game. And uh, I think we were around 50 degrees this past Saturday. So that's kind of what we're going to be this coming Saturday. But I'm a, I, I really like to go outside most of the time. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't want to go inside to the chagrin for some of our coaches. Uh, I got lobbied today by two. I won't name their names um, that wanted to go inside. but One of them um, may or may not be from Florida. Uh, no, Mississippi. Mm, so, okay. Uh, you know, he probably wanted to go inside a little bit. And the other one uh, who's been up here, has been coaching up here for over 22 years, wanted to go inside as well. So Wow. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll, they were named nameless. Yeah, um, yeah. But, but we went outside. I just feel like well, with the kicking game, you can get a lot more done in the outside so we can get the kicks off. We were Today's a big punt day for us and uh, kickoff today. 
um, some cover teams. And so really want to get them outside. And But I tell you, our guys, they went hard today, went fast. It was a really, really good practice today and um, a lot of juice out there. And, and that's good to see. And, I mean, we want, we got to have that. No matter, you know, we, we always talk about we can't control the weather. Whether we're outside or inside, it doesn't matter. You know, we're going to go show up and play. Um, and so sometimes, you know, you got to get, get out there in the elements. And we never know what we're going to play it on, on game days too. So we're going to use it in a, to an advantage for us. If we're playing teams at the end of November, December here at the Rock, we want to be uh, able to go outside and perform at an at a optimal level. I want to ask you one more question. Speaking of the elements, and this is a tie-in with Georgia State coming up here on Saturday because this is a question that I've heard a lot, and I want to set the record straight because I've asked you about this. The game in 2014 – the fake field goal at the end of the first half. When was the fake called? Before, during, or after all the three timeouts at the end of the half? It was before. I mean, we were, that's what we were going to do that right from the start. So we called the fake, then the first timeout came. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think Stu looked at me a little bit, and I just, I mean, we're running to play, you know. <laughs> and so uh, then they called another one, and then, of course, the third one. And the whole time I'm just basically sitting over here taking a knee, wondering when this is all over so we can run this play. And uh, go to halftime, and uh, and so of course it worked to perfection. I mean, Sims catches the ball and, yeah. and hits it up in there and scores a touchdown right before half, and the crowd goes crazy. You know, that was a pretty awesome uh, moment. You couldn't really have written the script for that any better. Um, and I think you know at the time the head coach at Georgia State after the game told me he said I I was just calling those timeouts just to uh, you know just to make our team know that we're trying to win this football game. And I said that's fine. I didn't care <laughs> you know that you call the timeouts you know. <laughs> Because he thought maybe I called the fake at the very end because I got tired of him calling all these I think timeouts. that's what most people thought. He probably did, but we had it called right from the start. Yeah. It just, it just uh, delayed the mm-hmm. touchdown for a little bit. Yeah, very good. Uh, it doesn't look like we're going to see any snow on Saturday, but it will be cold. So yep. uh, we, we'll, we'd love to have a similar result Saturday that happened in 2014. But yeah. good luck on Saturday. Got one more to get before yep. a big game next week. Yep. I know you guys aren't thinking anything about Troy. Yep. A lot of people in here are thinking about it, but – we know that you guys have, you got your guys focused on all Georgia State this Saturday. There's no question. You know, we, we lost a game this year with not playing Southern Miss, and I tell, talk to our guys all the time. You only have a few opportunities to really show your stuff. Yep. You know, we, you work out for 365 days a year, and you only have, you know, 11 games now. So, so this is one. And so we're going to go out and do the best we can and play as hard as we can play in this game and have fun with it. Uh, another opportunity to play in front of our home crowd, so we're very excited about it. Looking forward to it. Thanks for thank, being here thank tonight. Thank you. Appreciate it. Scott Satterfield, our head coach. We'll take a break when we come back. Dominique Heath, Clifton Duck join the show. Mountaineer Talk continues from Cafe Portofino after this. Covering the place you call home takes the strongest network in the area. With Carolina West Wireless, Mountaineers get the most reliable campus coverage available. Coverage that works everywhere else you might someday want to be. Like a football game in Texas. Or a bowl game in Florida. Carolina West Wireless. Go stay connected. Official wireless provider of the Mountaineers. Visit us for $200 off Galaxy S9s and more popular smartphones. Certain restrictions apply. See store for details. This is the Pepsi that's got a date with your taste buds. We're talking a two-step with you and two tacos at 2 a.m. Order number 83. Come on, you're up. This is the Pepsi that has mastered the art of the late-night munchies and is always down to dig into some deep dish. This is the Pepsi for pull boys, pulled pork sliders, and the godfather of all sandwiches, the godfather. This is the Pepsi for those who are forever fun. This is the Pepsi for every generation. This is Mountaineer Talk. Mountaineer Talk on the Appalachian IMG Sports Network. 
at you, a fearless coach. During the week, you're giving your all at the office to support your team. Then, come the weekend, you're all in, inspiring your kids' athletic team. Well, Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina is here for you. Use our Blue Connect app to find a doctor or urgent care. Compare costs of procedures and more. Live fearless, North Carolina. Learn more at livefearlessnc.com. This is Stephen Hartzell, host of the Nissan College Football Blitz. Heard every Saturday from noon until midnight Eastern on TuneIn.com and the TuneIn app. When there's a big play, a momentum change, and if that possible upset is happening, not only will we let you know, you'll hear the scores as they happen live. Catch all of the action as we count you down to the college football playoff. It's the Nissan College Football Blitz. Saturdays, noon until midnight Eastern on the College Sports Now channel on TuneIn.com and the TuneIn app. Welcome back to Mountaineer Talk. We want to hear from you. Tweet us using the hashtag Mountaineer Talk or text 828-351-6878. Now back to Cafe Portofino and your host, Adam Witten. All right, welcome back to the show. We've got 30 more minutes on our program tonight. Our thanks to head coach Scott Satterfield for joining us in the first 30 minutes of the show. And now please say hello to our player guest tonight. To my far left, Dominique Heath, and to my immediate left, Clifton Duck. Hey, how are you All right, uh, first question for each of you. How are you guys doing with the cold? It was, it was chilly today at practice. How was it? Uh, it was pretty cold. It was pretty cold, but uh, I uh, knew coming into it, Coach Sat, he don't like going in the indoors, so I kind of had my mind ready to go outside. So I, I dressed pretty warm. Yeah. I had about three shirts on, some tights. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say, with this being year three, pretty much know how to – adjust to the cold because you know you're not going in that indoor it's not gonna happen i like how you say adjust that doesn't mean you're used to it but you nah. just, you adjust <laughs> yeah you adjust all right uh let me ask you as well something that came up earlier in the show this is from a twitter question from our, our friend big c asking about the swag and surf of coach brian brown defensive coordinator during the post-game celebration in the locker room how, how good is he as a dancer I'm going to let him answer that. Oh, because Brown be lit. He be turned up. But he be watching us, so, you know, he be still in our mood. Okay. Know, he be trying to take a look. So if you guys went one-on-one. Oh, I'm serving that every time. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All right. Uh, I'm going I'm to try to be gentle with this one, Clifton. Um, but no interceptions this year? What's going on? I don't know. It's just they're not throwing to you, are they? They're not throwing your way, are they? It's a little tough. It's a little tough this year, but uh, it's gonna come. I know. I know. I got to get a couple this year. I can't. I can't end the season with no picks. That'll just that. That's too much. So so I I I talked to Brian Brown a little bit after practice, and I I mentioned it to Coach Satterfield, and they're both saying they're just they're not throwing his way. I mean, is that is that the case? You're just not getting a whole lot of action over there. Uh, so far, I'm gonna say so far because I'm hoping it'll pick up a little bit towards the end of the season with. A lot of big games. Well, the last games being some of the toughest games that we played. Yeah. Well, how about this? How about we get to the Sun Belt Championship game? Maybe you get a pick six to to seal it or something like that. Does that work? Hey, we got to focus on this one first. I know. Yeah, I know. Good answer. Good <laughs> answer. Good answer. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dominique Heath is a transfer from Kansas State. Tell us about your experience so far in, in Boone. Uh, I love it. Uh, best decision I could have made. Uh, 
you know, going through the process, you know, I, uh, early in the season during camp, you know, I told these guys, you know, I um, I almost chose Tennessee over at, you know, just because of, you know, Tennessee being so big. But, you know, I'm 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 so blessed and just grateful that I chose at like this is the perfect spot. You know, I'm not far from home. I can go home right down the road to see my daughter. Uh, I, you know, I just love the players. I just love the vibe. Coach Mike, Coach Sack, Coach Watts, just all the coaches. It's just it's just a love thing around here, and I yeah. I just love being here. So, how old's your daughter? Uh, she too. She'll be three uh, in February. Ooh man, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that. It's, it's yeah. I, I've got a two-year-old son myself. <laughs> that, it's a handful, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> Um, were you close? Uh, I, I think maybe maybe we automatically draw this parallel just because both of you guys are transfers from Kansas State, you and Corey Sutton. But were you guys close at, at K State or beforehand? Because you're both from the Charlotte area. Yeah, we was, uh, yeah, we was pretty close. Um, with him coming out there to K State, I kind of recruited him. I guess you could you should you could say uh, I kind of got him out there because me and him we knew each other kind of in high school. We played on the same seven on seven team. Me, him, Duck. You know, a, a lot of players from uh, Charlotte. We had a a seven on seventeen that we traveled around and went to Florida and played on. So I knew him from there, and I kind of recruited him out to K State. And uh, when I told him that I was gonna be making the move, uh, he was definitely he was hitting me up every day. Him and Duck. So yeah. we had a group message, and they hit me up. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? <laughs> so. Uh, like I said, I'm glad. I'm definitely glad I came here. Best decision I could have made. We are so happy to have you. Another touchdown reception for Dominique Heath in the game over Texas in the win over Texas State on Saturday. All right, I mentioned at the beginning of the show you guys both were number four. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> this this question comes on Twitter. I don't know if we necessarily want to go this way, but I'll ask it anyway. Who wears it better? And then maybe as a follow up question, why number four? Oh, I'm the OG, so. I don't know. I don't know about all that. I'm the OG. I, I don't know about all that. I allowed him to wear, you know what I'm saying? Because I knew what it meant to him. You know, a lot of people don't know. A number, a number means a lot to you. But so. it is. It, he right, though. I, uh, when I was transferring, though, you know, I wore four at K-State, too. But, you know, I, I was coming to his territory, you know. <laughs> So I asked him, you know, I, I ain't mind changing, but he was like, nah, we're going we gonna to rock four. So I was like, all right, we could do that. Yeah. So we did it, you know. Because like he said, though, the number thing, though, it's a it's a big thing, especially a football player, any sport, I feel like, you know, that the number, number is, means it means all. a lot. So Sure. Yeah, so it, I kind of, we, we kind of talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, very good. Uh, Clifton, why did you switch from 22 to four? Um, four is just big between me and my dad, you know. Uh, not really going to get into into too much of why but uh yeah it was just big for us for me to get to wear four in college you know he didn't get a chance to play in college so yeah it was just a thing between me and my dad sure uh did you guys cross paths when you were in high school both being from that area uh no not on the field for our high school teams you know like he said we played in our seven on seven team so we battled it out at that because we'll have a lot of practices and stuff and workouts together but uh yeah we never got to play against each other yeah that's you know lucky for him <laughs> i mean i was i wasn't gonna go there but you brought it up i mean how, how do those matchups go uh you know Hopewell we, uh, versus uh, butler yeah there's no question you. there's oh oh that's what he's talking about oh yeah. i thought he was talking about the high schools but uh one-on-one All right, let's, let's say oh but no nah, i mean we go at it though. yeah we they go get at heated. practice we they go get at heated practice. Too. you know i had you know the day we almost you know I had to call him back up there. Today like he, he was a little go. upset. You know, who, won, who, won the, who won the battles today? I ain't gonna say he won, but I ain't gonna say he won. But he he been doing he been doing his homework. Let's say that. 
You've been wow. doing this homework. But like whoever whoever loses, whoever asks to go again, lost. So if I tell him to step back up and don't go outside, then he poor, he probably got me by a little bit. Okay, so so you want you want out this week so yeah. far, but so far we that's got not tomorrow. always. Yeah, we back at it tomorrow. We're back at it tomorrow every right day. Back at it. every day. I yeah. love it. The competitive spirit. All right, uh, Clifton Duck, Dominique Heath, our guest tonight. We got a lot of questions flowing in on Twitter and Facebook. We'll get to those when we return to Cafe Portofino for more of Mountaineer Talk right after this. Get to Badcock Home Furniture and More's pre-Black Friday event and save up to $1,300 off store-wide. Get up to $1,300 off flat mattress sets or up to $1,000 off stylish five-piece bedroom sets. Save up to $800 off sofas and up to $600 off electronics and appliances. Plus, get savings up to $500 on dining room sets. With no credit refused, Badcock makes it easy. Visit Badcock's pre-Black Friday event and save up to $1,300 off items store-wide. Now until November 21st. See store for complete details. Prices valid at all stores, including Palm Beach Division. Appalachian Mountain Brewery. Come see what everyone's talking about. Open seven days a week so you can enjoy the high country's favorite spot for local award-winning craft beer. AMB has its own food truck, Farm to Flame, serving a brick oven, wood fire pizza, apps, and more. AMB's focus on community, sustainability, and philanthropy shine through in everything it does. AMB is now available in Tennessee, South Carolina, and North Carolina statewide. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at AM Brewery. Remember, always drink responsibly. Cheers. This is Mountaineer Talk. Mountaineer Talk on the Appalachian IMG Sports Network. For nearly 60 years, Daniel Boone Inn has been serving Boone and the High Country delicious family-style meals that take you back to your grandma's table. Whether it's our family-style dinner with our signature fried chicken and country ham biscuits served with traditional southern vegetables or our classic southern breakfast with such favorites as scrambled eggs, local country ham, biscuits and gravy, pancakes, and more, you are sure to feel right at home at the Daniel Boone Inn. So be sure to stop by in pregame, postgame, or let us prepare your next tailgate at The Rock. This is the Pepsi that's got a date with your taste buds. We're talking a two-step with you and two tacos at 2 a.m. Order number 83. Come on, you're up. This is the Pepsi that has mastered the art of the late-night munchies and is always down to dig into some deep dish. This is the Pepsi for pull boys, pulled pork sliders, and the godfather of all sandwiches, the godfather. This is the Pepsi for those who are forever fun. This is the Pepsi for every generation. Welcome back to Mountaineer Talk. Be a part of tonight's show by tweeting using the hashtag Mountaineer Talk or text 828-351-6878. Now back to Adam Witten. All right, look forward to getting to your questions here in just a minute with our player guests, Clifton Duck and Dominique Heath. We're with you until 8 o'clock tonight from Cafe Portofino for Mountaineer Talk. Hashtag Mountaineer Talk. You can also write in your questions on our Facebook live stream. You can email us, mountaineertalk at gmail.com. You can text us, 828-351-6878. App State and Georgia State coming up on Saturday at 2.30. All right, this question sent in via Twitter for both of you guys. How difficult is it to not pay attention to social media these days? Uh, well, I mean, it depends on what you mean. Or I get, let me ask it a different way. How active or how much do you pay attention to, to social media? Uh, not with, like, 
I mean, with accolades and stuff, and uh, or anything, whether it's positive or negative, you don't really feed into it too much. But I be on social media a lot. I ain't, I ain't on front, but I, it don't affect me. I should say. So it's not sure. like I let it get to me, whether it's positive or negative. But yeah, I look at it a lot just to see. It's interesting to me. I feel like sometimes people may take it a little too serious, but I'm pretty laid back, chill with it. Uh, for me, uh. I try not to post a lot on social media, I guess. I kind of use it more as just, you know, I be scrolling, looking at stuff, news. You know, I, that's mm-hmm. how I find out stuff in the world, I guess. Uh, but I try not to post as much, I guess, on social media because, like you said, it got its positives and its negatives. Uh, so I, I try to keep myself, you know, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he also old. Yeah, that's what they call me, the old head. They do? Yeah, yeah he chill. So he don't like that. I be chilling. <laughs> <laughs> you need that presence sometimes, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that maturity, you know, yeah. helps to keep people grounded, right? Um, okay, this question on our Facebook live stream. If refs allowed and, and flags were not part of the equation, so you, you would have free reign to celebrate however you would like, no penalties, nothing, oh. how would you celebrate a touchdown? Um, I don't know. I probably... I'd probably run up in the crowd or something like that. I don't know. It'd be so like Lamb- Lambo leap style. Yeah. Or yeah. Or I'd probably like run up, get a ball to my daughter up in the Oh, there you go. Like yeah. That's great. But yeah, it'd be something. He'd probably do something I'm crazy. Going crazy. Yeah, he, uh, I'm talking about <laughs> animated. It got like like <laughs> flip balls, sign up balls. You got to do something crazy. <laughs> you you like what Michael Thomas did, right? Yes. I need something like that animated. But it's just. To me, that's just how you show your love. I'm surprised someone. Yeah. I'm surprised someone your age knows what a flip phone is. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely on the way out when I came in. <laughs> <laughs> that's going back a long ways. <laughs> All right, you can get your questions in hashtag Mountaineer Talk on Twitter and our Facebook live stream. All right, I like asking what guys have as maybe their pregame superstitions or routines. What do you guys like to do on game day or, or things that you may do that's a little bit different, unique? As far as your regular routine leading up to a game, after a game, uh, whatever. Oh, every Friday, well, every night before the game, I sleep in the Spider-Man onesie. Easy. He's That's not it. Lying. Wait, he, really? Wait, 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 wait. Say that again. Say that again. I don't think everyone was paying attention to that. Say that again. Say that again. Every night before the game, I wear a Spider-Man onesie. Every night. Every night before the game. Why? Got to. He's not Why? How did that? Sorry. How did that start? Oh, all right. So. The week of New Mexico State last year, I was just sick. I'm talking sick as a dog, you know, throat was raw and stuff like that. So I was always getting hot and cold, and I can't remember why I bought the onesie, but I had it, and I was like, hmm, I feel like you can solve a lot of problems right now. <laughs> and we all see how the, uh, how the New Mexico State game went, so I was like, oh, it's, it's on. Three now. picks. It's on now. I got to. I got to. Every game, really? Every game. Every game. I, I've heard some unique, like Josh Thomas told us he wears the same socks for every game going back to 10th grade. That's not necessarily too different. That's a, I've never heard something like that. I love it. Every time. And they know it too. I don't, I'm not ashamed. I'll pull up my onesie. If somebody comes see me, I got my onesie on. The onesie got to go on regardless. It's comfortable, right? So it's warm. It's comfy. You know, and you can just do whatever. If it get a little too hot, you can unzip it a little bit. Man. I mean, I know, I know you've got, Dominique, I know you've got some onesies for your daughters that come on. Tell me, <laughs> yeah, you're okay, jealous. Daughter, you're yeah. jealous that she gets to wear onesies. And, and they comfortable, got, too. They look comfortable. I know, right? Do you yeah. have any superstitions uh, like that? I don't know if you got anything like that. Nah. Uh, 
Nah, I ain't got no real superstition. I guess I do the same routine every day. I don't know. I get up. I mean, before the game, uh, uh, I got to get up, take a shower, get me woke, and then, um, I don't know. I, I mean, I do the same stretch routine. Any specific songs or music? Uh, I think it sounds like a lot of people listen to Jalen Moore's music before yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to have that on. We got to have Jalen. We got to play that We got to have the boobie on. I love that. <laughs> Facts. Uh, this question from the, the mayor of Hodges Gap, Earl, on Twitter, hashtag Mountaineer Talk. Uh, a gaming question, which I'm, out of my, I'm over my skis here asking gaming questions, but have you dumped Fortnite for Red Dead? Oh, good question. That's a good question. See, I've been debating. I'll take for your like, word for it. <laughs> I've been debating for the last two weeks because I went and got Call of Duty. You know, uh, I'm a broke student athlete, so I got to get them at a time. But I went and got Call of Duty, and I did dump Fortnite for Call of Duty. I'm going to say. But I, I am going to get Red, red, red Dead soon. See, I'm a strong gamer, though. So I kind of just rotate my games. You know, sometimes one got to sit out a week. But I don't know. I can't. Like, I played Fortnite last night, but if I get any free time, I might think of Red Dead first. It's a great game. Yeah, it's a, a great, great game. game. These, guys, great. these guys are both such big gamers that when they sat, the folks at Portofino on our Facebook Live can stream this, but wearing headsets with little microphone attachments to them for the broadcast, <laughs> they're such big gamers that they, as soon as they picked up these headsets, they immediately thought they should be playing a game. <laughs> and they felt like they should have a controller in their hands at some point. <laughs> All right, we appreciate the questions for these guys. We're going to take a timeout. We've got a few more minutes left with Dominique Heaton and Clifton Duck. So come on back to Cafe Portofino for more of Mountaineer Talk right after these messages. Look at you, a fearless coach. During the week, you're giving your all at the office to support your team. Then, come the weekend, you're all in, inspiring your kids' athletic team. Well, Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina is here for you. Use our Blue Connect app to find a doctor or urgent care. Compare costs of procedures and more. Live fearless, North Carolina. Learn more at livefearlessnc.com. Favorite thing about my street? It's quiet. Safe. The people. We rely on each other. And we rely on our Touchstone Energy Cooperative. The co-op isn't just about electricity. It's about power. The power of information. Efficiency. Safety. Technology. That's why whenever I have a question about energy, I always call my Touchstone Energy Cooperative first. Because in my community, I am the co-op. And the co-op is me. Go to blueridgeenergy.com slash powerful solutions to learn more. This is Mountaineer Talk. Mountaineer Talk on the Appalachian IMG Sports Network. Frosty's Choose and Cut Christmas Tree Farm is here to become part of your family's holiday tradition. Whether you need a tabletop or 12-foot tree, Frosty's has the perfect one for your holiday season. After choosing your tree, enjoy complimentary festive hay rides, bonfires, s'mores, and hot chocolate. You can also shop for other holiday gifts in their North Pole Christmas shop or build your very own personalized wreath. So bring your family to Frosty's Choose and Cut Christmas Tree Farm for an enchanting holiday experience. To learn more, visit GoFrosties.com. For up-to-date breaking news on the Appalachian State Mountaineers, there's no better source than AppStateSports.com, the official website of Appalachian State Athletics. AppStateSports.com provides detailed content and results on all Appalachian sports teams. With innovative photos, live game and coaches show broadcast, and in-depth interviews about the Appalachian State Mountaineers. AppStateSports.com is your complete online source for sports news when you just have to know. Go to the source. Go to AppStateSports.com.
Welcome back to Mountaineer Talk. We want to hear from you. Tweet us using the hashtag Mountaineer Talk or text 828-351-6878. Now back to Cafe Portofino and your host, Adam Witten. All right, welcome back to the show. we got a few more minutes left with our player guests, Dominique Heath and Clifton Duck. App State and Georgia State coming up on Saturday at 2.30. So as we mentioned earlier in the show, App has not lost to Georgia State, but also going over those last several meetings, App has only given up one touchdown to Georgia State. That's always a goal, right, for the defense, not surrender any touchdowns. Why have you guys had so much success against Georgia State in particular? And, and not just that, but, I mean, going over these last – Several games. You've had six games this year giving up single-digit points. I mean, defense has been pretty good keeping people out of the end zone against Georgia State and against a lot of teams this year. Um, that's just to Coach Brown and the rest of those defensive staff coaches. I mean, by the time we come in Sunday, they're already working on the game plan, and they're telling us a little bit about it, saying they're still working it out. And if, when you come in Monday for anything, lift, treatment, or anything, they already got the game plan. You're already one step ahead. You're already – on it like you're already watching film you're already watching your cut-ups you're already studying the other team so much that by the time you get to the game you just got a great feel for what the offense is going to do and when you got a feel and you're not thinking too much and you're just reacting I mean you can see by the way we play we're just running to the ball everybody's there everybody's getting there it's never a false step that we call that can get somebody a big play or anything mm-hmm. like that because you know what's coming you know what to expect so yeah that's definitely a tribute to those coaches Damo what's it like playing in this offense uh I love it, you know. Uh, I was just talking uh, over there with someone, um, talking about Coach Set. You know how calm he is. You know he's, he's just he's just always calm. You know, no, no matter you know what the score of the game is, uh, fourth down calls. If we going for, you just look over at Coach Set. He's just the calmest person on earth, and I think that that reflects on the offense. And uh, I think that's why Zach, you know, playing so well. You know, mm-hmm. you know he he's a young young quarterback, but he's playing so well, and I, I think that just like I said, just coming from Coach Sapp being calm. And, and for me, you know, I love it. You know, uh, anytime I can get my hands on the ball, you know, I ain't, I ain't going to complain. Uh, <laughs> you know, coming from Kansas State where we ran the quarterback run game a lot, so I was blocking a lot. So here, you know, we've been throwing it around, you know, and uh, you know, I, I love this team. So yeah. yeah. What is Coach Sat like when he gets mad on the practice field? Mm. Uh, mm. Coach Sat, man. Coach Sat. It, got, it uh, got really quiet in here. He, he, I don't know. He, he a cool guy. You know, he gonna, he gonna let you know when he mad though, cause he don't get mad often. <laughs> but when he get upset about something, he gonna let you know. But uh, Coach Cat, Coach Sat, he's just so smooth, man. He's, he's a smooth guy. Smooth. Tell me, Coach Ponce. Wow. They're the smooth guys on the team. Coach Sat, you ever heard that? You, you describe that way, smooth. They describe you as smooth. How about that? Look at it. It's the <laughs> same <laughs> reaction. Just <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> Anything to add there, Duck? Nah, yeah, Coach Sat definitely a smooth guy. You know, he don't – he never let – he always talked to us about not letting your emotions take over. So it's good that he never shows it himself because that's who we look into, you know. And when you look up at him, no matter the – you won't know the score. You got to look at the scoreboard because he got the same face, the same reaction. You know, he'll jump with you when you make a play. He'll, he'll get you hyped. But in a split second, he's right back, right – snapping right back to the game, you know, if – Things get too high. If things get too low, he's right back telling us to keep fighting or keep playing. Or if you are up, it's not over. If you're down, keep fighting and you can come back. You know, you always got a chance with Coach Sat. You know, whether you're trying to make sure you don't make a mistake or whether you're trying to fight back in the game, you just 
you always know he believes, so you're going right. to believe. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Duck, this is year three for you. Damo, year one here at App State. Um, quick description of what it's like playing in front of these fans at, at Kid Brewer Stadium, which we finally get a chance to do this weekend again. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, we didn't – they've been everywhere with us. You know, okay. every game feel like a home game, and I ain't, I ain't had that before. So it's awesome, man. I just – you know, you want to go out there and put it all on the line when you got fans like that, so. Yeah, it's definitely amazing. Just – I was going to say the same thing. You know, it don't matter – Coastal like, for sure. When when the crowd get going and everybody's just having fun, you just see the excitement that you get from the fans. It's just amazing. It it lets you, it really lets you relax though. Being home, like not relax obviously on the field, but just you're more comfortable just knowing that there's people cheering you on and that this fan base is just so into the game. Like Damo said, you just know you got you just got to put it all out there. Let's give it up for Dominique Heath and Clifton Duck, our player guests tonight. Great job, guys. Look forward to seeing you on Saturday. Yes, sir. We'll be back to wrap up Mountaineer Talk after these messages. All right, thanks for joining us for our show tonight. Don't forget it's App State and Georgia State coming up on Saturday at 2.30. Our thanks to our guests tonight, head coach Scott Satterfield, and our player guests, Dominique Heath and Clifton Duck. A couple of number fours joining us tonight. We really enjoyed getting to know them on the program this evening. Our coverage of App State and Georgia State on the Appalachian IMG Sports Network begins at 12.30. We'll be joined by player guests, head coach Scott Satterfield, athletics director Doug Gillen, and we'll be live from the Rock Garden right outside the northeast corner of Kid Brewer Stadium next to the Big Rock. Come out there and join us for our pregame show starting at 12.30. We'll be there from about 12.30 to 2 o'clock before we head up to the booth for the broadcast of App in Georgia State. It's our second-to-last regular season game coming up on Saturday. If the Mountaineers win, then it's likely a winner-take-all game against Troy next Saturday at the same time. So we will look forward to seeing you at The Rock on Saturday and, of course, right back here next Tuesday night for Mountaineer Talk at Cafe Portofino. Only a few more weeks left in the season. It's hard to believe that we've arrived already at the second-to-last game of the regular season. But Mountaineer Talk next Tuesday, and don't forget App State basketball is going to be at the Charleston Tournament coming up on Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. Check AppStateSports.com for times for those games. So a lot coming your way. Look forward to seeing you at The Rock on Saturday, and thanks for joining us tonight for Mountaineer Talk. Good night, everyone. <laughs>